After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The pocket that you know. Hey, welcome into the Juice and Mo podcast. Recording this on a Thursday morning, the day after a big time Kings win in Los Angeles. No, Damanis Sabonis, you're thinking bad things, but it's okay. We got a dog coming in. Rashawn Holmes coming up big. It was a total team effort, and the Kings go to Golden One Center South and beat the Lakers 116 to 111. They're now 25 and 18. They're seven games above 500 for the first time since 2005. You had light the beam chance at that crypto blah, blah, blah arena. Hey, don't Whatever troll. it's called. You can be nice. The reality is the Kings got a nice win. They have won five in a row. The second time they've had winning streaks of five or more. They haven't done that since the 0405 season. Whoa! It's fun right now. We're Deuce Mason. I'm sorry. I'm we Deuce Mason. Are. That's Morgan Reagan. How you doing, Mo? We are Morgan Reagan. I am. I'm great. I'm great. I I loved everything about last night, yesterday. Just like you said, though, you're like, hey, thinking bad things. As we found out, Domas Sabonis was not going to be playing. You, out of all people, remained very optimistic and had put all of your faith in Rashawn Holmes yeah. and his ability to step up. The basketball mind? That's why they call me the basketball mind. I said it before he got to take it away and us all roll our eyes. We're going to go all over that today uh, on morning chat. I was going to say night chat. It's weird. We're doing this day after. You're wondering, why are you guys wait till the next day to do this? So I got the call up last yesterday or a couple days ago. 
uh, hey, can you join Morgan on NBC Sports California to fill in for pre, half, and post? And I said, give me the hell. Uh, so I did that. That meant we had to go down to San Francisco, meaning yep. we're not getting back to like 12.31 a.m. And that's a little too late for a little night chat. 7.30 so we had to, start, too. 7.30 start. So we had to push that. We had to push that a little bit. So that's why we're on this morning. It's been a very eventful morning. First of all, awesome to be on NBC Sports California. I said this last night is I get very emotional during these things because <sighs> I grew up in Sacramento, born and raised in Sacramento, and to get these opportunities means the world. I grew up watching Kings and Lakers, hating the Lakers, and it flashed forward like 20 years. Here I am on NBC Sports California with one of my best friends, Morgan Reagan, Goals, Doing man. a little Kings pre and Goals. post game and the Kings won. It's just like, I feel like I'm living a bit of a dream. So that is the ultimate high of highs for me. Yeah, it's no, I, I feel the same way. Um, you know, I know we work together all the time, but obviously when we get to be a part of that NBC Sports California platform together like that, yeah. it, it does always feel like, whoa, validation like this is so fun we we used to watch this and go oh man we got to get there one day and so when you actually get to place yourself there it is just the coolest feeling in the world and so i mean sometimes i feel like we have too much fun um but at the same time what does that even mean when you're a king's yeah. you're allowed to express yourself and enjoy every damn moment of this and then today oh oh if you missed the big announcement it was revealed today Sacktown Sports expands local programming. Deuce and Mo as afternoon host. Yes. There it is. A big time thing that got unveiled today. And we're beyond excited that starting January 23rd, Monday through Friday, we're going to be on Sacktown Sports hosting a show mm -hmm. from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time every single day. And I know you guys are going to have a ton of questions. We're going to try to answer as many of them as we can. Uh, we'll also expand on it on the first show on Monday. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this is crazy that this is happening. This is something that has been... Pretty cray. I mean, we've been talking about this for like six months now, and it's been a long road to get to this point. But here we are, and we're excited. It's crazy how life works. And we are going back to a place that is very different from the last time we were there. Sacktown Sports, for those who don't know, um, it's a radio station in Sacramento, but it's more than a radio station now, okay? Because we're going to be doing it digitally on YouTube at Sacktown Sports. We're going to do it on the Sacktown Sports app. Uh, we're going to be live, engaging, interacting with you, just like the podcast, every day. 11 to 2 p.m. Pacific time starting January 23rd. Yeah. Um, like you said, really excited to be doing that every single day. It gives us more of a chance to even elaborate and expand on some of our NBA conversation. Obviously, everything else that's going on in the sports world as well. Um, but the fun part about all this, nothing's changing. Literally, we are just adding from 11 to 2 we still have the Deucemo podcast completely, fully, um, all the time in the off season. But obviously, also after every single game, we will have night chat. Uh, we are still doing Stockton Kings play by play and color analysts. We still have our NBC duties. So everything is literally remaining the same. And that was very important to us. We we like we own the podcast. We wanted to still do the podcast. We still want to do night chats. We're going to be live after every single game. Just like we always been. Yep. 
The only difference is, like Morgan said, we are adding a daily sports show Monday through Friday, 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time on Sacktown Sports. We're super excited about it. And, you know, we've done, trust, this is not something that we just went, okay, yeah, let's do it. I mean, this is something that we thought long and hard about. It had to make complete sense for us to make a move like this with our busy schedules. Like, okay, how can we do this? And all the boxes were checked and we're super, super excited about it. And I was talking to Morgan about this. You know, so many people, I see the chat already and I'm, I'm going to miss some of them. People are asking about, oh no, that means no more. You're not going to be on with D-Lo and KC anymore. It's like, no, we're not. Um, and one of the first people, once we knew this was going to happen, the two people we wanted to talk to were D-Lo and KC. And they are... We are huge fans of theirs. Forever. They're great friends. And they supported us for so long. If you want to take it back for a second, I go back to March 2020, beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. You're doing a lot of soul searching. Damien was doing the podcast, his podcast. And we had just having conversations about do, collaborating, doing some things. He inspired us to come back and do our podcast. And so without Damien's push, yeah, I don't know that we're here today doing night chat, doing morning chats, doing podcasting, broadcasting, all of this stuff. He helped encourage us with his work and his actions. And I will forever love that guy. Yeah. Um, and so many people go, oh, you guys are going head to head now. Oh my God. What do I do? Well, look, man. <laughs> It's 2023. We're competing against everything from TikTok to Instagram to YouTube. Netflix. To Twitch streams. Netflix. Like, it goes on and on and on. But the best part is, hey, you can listen to both. It's on demand. All right? Like, it's 2023. We can all thrive. Just because we're working somewhere else doesn't mean, like, oh, we hate Damien and Kenny now. Like, that's not going to be a thing our, at all. I, I love those guys and we'll forever love our them. Our thing forever, and this is, like, how we've always felt in this space and, I, and what I love is that Damien Kenny feel the same way? Is that there's room for everyone to thrive. Mm -hmm. And for so long in this business, in so many markets, there have been people that just shit on each other, that don't empower one another. And what's been so fun, no matter what it was, even when we were going up head to head because we have a live show all day for the draft or whatever it may be, it's like we were still always pushing each other and we will still remain always pushing each other so so lucky to have them in our lives absolutely and one thing on kenny kenny is such a talented person i've told him this that guy has grinded to get this opportunity and it's a shame it took him so long to get this opportunity yeah. because he is really really talented so um we just want to make that clear because i know a lot of people listen to both of us and and that's such that, an, that's, it's an old school thought. You yeah, know? we're not like all this, hey, choose sides, man. No, you can enjoy it all. And we're still going to, I'm a fan of theirs. I'm still listening to their show. Shout Chatty House. Yeah. Always love those guys. Always love those guys. Anything else you want to add on this? Um, Any final thoughts? I'm just excited to do this again. Huh? Dude, me too. Excited for Monday to begin. And um, just like we said, you guys, it's going to be basically the same flow of what we Dude. do with 
this podcast yes. right here. It's just going to be an extended version of it Monday through Friday and being able to elaborate on so much more throughout the day. So that's why if you are ever in the middle of the day, want to be in a discord in the chat on the phone, there's just going to be more ways for us to talk all day long. Um, inject some do some Mo into your Dude. veins. And then you just think what a time, what a time for Kings fans, right? Their team is Ooh. killing it right now. You got a ton of content now. Sacktown Sports is going to be live from six, eight, live and local from six a.m. to six p.m. That's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, there's just so many options out there. I mean, great podcast, uh, dude. There's just so so much great content that Kings fans are able to consume, and it's great. Well, I, I consume it too. One more thing I would like to say because I know this was pretty much in the press release that came out, but truly, this community, and I'm not just talking about. No. The- Deuce bags and the morons. I'm talking about the Kings community, the NBA community, the sports community here in Sacramento has just been amazing to us. And I just feel our connection over these last couple of years just get closer and closer, our bond. Um, so thank you for always pushing, empowering, and helping us to to, you know, keep thriving and get to this level. Without their support, nothing. We're not here today. No. So Appreciate you guys so, so, so much. Before we get to the game, we got a new update. Oh. And this is what's good about being live the next morning. <laughs> we have some breaking news from Shams. Let's go. All-star voting is out. And guess what? Ooh. Oh, some kings moved into the top 10. Demonis Sabonis moves into number 10 in front court voting in the Western Conference in the fan vote. And De'Aaron Fox has now moved into the top 10 in guards in the fan vote so that's what i'm talking about that's cool and the other thing people need to realize is that uh the starters are decided 50 percent fan vote 25 percent media 25 percent by current players and some media members have kind of been public about in the last week zach lowe jj reddick believe it or not and Bill Simmons has said they're going to vote Sabonis as a starter. Mm. So who knows what's going to happen? The reality is Sabonis is going to be an all-star this year, and I think Fox will too. Dude, and I know it's it doesn't matter just what is on here, but again, talk about using the word validation, right? It just shows what they're doing is being seen by other people as well. You and I, we were listening to some national podcasts on the way to San Francisco, and they were talking about all-star voting, and we were waiting for when the Kings conversations were going to take place. And it was very, it was very little. It was very sprinkled in. And you can tell who has watched the Sacramento Kings and who has not, especially when they're picking yes. Miles Turner over Domas Sabonis as just a all-star in general. I know. No need. Don't even. Do I mean, it's, it's one podcast. Let's uh, give some love to the people watching us live right now before we get to what we saw last night between the Kings and the Lakers. If you're here, make sure to hit the thumbs up button and subscribe as our chase is on for 10,000 subs. Also, a ton of super chat donations today. Give me a hell yeah. Wow. Thank you so much to Tina. Super chatted five bucks. Why not? Samuel donates 10 saying, light the beam from Iowa. Whew. Emmanuel donates five. I, the leader of the Deuce and Mo fan club, am here for morning chat. Morning, the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Love it. Big John donates five bucks. If uh, I can tip a bikini barista for coffee, I damn well better tip Deuce and Mo. Thanks for the entertainment. Aww, Thank you. That's so kind. Hypoticus donates 10 
Fox saying, you both crushed it. Authentic, true Kings fans like the beam. Appreciate that. Anthony donates 10 bucks. That was special. Such a great win. Rashawn is an A-plus human and heartwarming to see that night he had last night. Those yeah. free throws. The light the beam chance were just a cherry on top. Shout out to our buddy Matt George from the Locked On Kings Matt podcast. George. He donates $11.40. <laughs> Been a long time. So proud of you both. Thank great you, bit. Matt. Charles donates 10 bucks. No way Mo yelled fire the laser on NBC post game last night. Killed my eardrums. Give me a hell yeah. I'm so sorry. I'm so, I didn't get fired either. So that was good. Yes, I, I, I encouraged. Yeah, the, the fire, the you laser definitely sure. encouraged it. Well, let's talk about what we saw last night between the Kings and the Lakers. We find out that a little sickness is running through the Kings. Yeah. I heard yesterday morning it was like Sabonis, Della Vidova, and Len were not shoot around. I'm going, oh, no. Uh, all three of those players missed. But, of course, Sabonis being out was the big one. And there's been so much talk. Man, when Sabonis is not in the game, it looks like a complete mess. Yep. He's not playing tonight. And that meant Rashawn Holmes was in the starting lineup. The way this game started, the Kings gave up 39 points to the Lakers. They allowed 24 points in the paint. It looked like we were going to see a repeat of what we have seen in the past. What was your reaction after seeing that first ha- or first quarter by the Kings? Well, when I saw the stat, it was a season-high quarter for the Los Angeles Lakers as well. I was going, oh, shit, things are not looking good for the Kings right now. Um, it, I was thinking bad things, <laughs> but at the same time, I had to remember that the Kings have shown that they can be resilient, that they can respond, that they listen to Mike Brown and the coaching staff when they're told what adjustments to be made. Those adjustments were made. They matched the physicality. They matched the way that the Lakers were out hustling them in that first. Just a much better performance by the Kings from the second quarter on. It was just night and day. And it's crazy that we're talking about a Kings win, and I feel like the lead today... It was a defense. The defense stepped up after the first quarter. And Mike Brown's talked about this because we've seen, like, glimpses. And, yes, they're against some teams that aren't good, like Houston, uh, Orlando, like San Antonio, where you see, oh, they closed. They had a good fourth quarter. They had a good second half. Mike Brown's like, hey, I love that we're six, seven games above 500. We got to string more consistent defensive possessions together. We have to defend at a much more effective rate. Second through fourth quarter, I thought the Kings did a great job. I mean, the Lakers had a few shot clock violations in that game. The Kings were active. They were rebounding well. Shout out Rashawn Holmes and Keegan Murray. I thought Kevin Herter did some great things defensively. I was really impressed with how they responded after that hideous first quarter. Yeah, much better activity, right? Not only with the way that they were moving their legs and their hips and not angling guys to the basket. They were being active with their hands. And I know LeBron... um, he, he still got his, but it was great to see when he started settling for his shots. He's been doing that more and more this season. You're seeing that's the only place where you're seeing age catch up on him a little bit. If I, if I have to say one bad thing yeah. about him, um, he isn't as explosive and isn't just like dominant going to the rim possession after possession. So Kings did a better job, not only of putting that pressure on him, but having more resistance toward other guys as well after that first quarter. Let's let's get into Rashawn Holmes here. Please. Rashawn Holmes, the previous three games played a combined eight minutes. Yep. 
We know the story. This guy has been pretty much out of the rotation the entire year. We've seen glimpses where he gets a chance and it hasn't worked out. You think about the last year for him, right? It's been, he's had the injury, he had personal stuff, the Halliburton trade, losing his job to Sabonis. It seemed, though, that he was coming in with the right mindset into the season. He was energized. He was at Mike Brown's press conference. Media day, he was all pumped up. It just felt like he could not get in any rhythm. The defense wasn't good. It looked like he was maybe overthinking things. Last night, he gets a chance to start against the Lakers team. Kind of thin up front, right? Just Thomas Bryant and Wenyan Gabriel at this point. They're not playing Damian Jones. Anthony Davis is out. Rashawn was outstanding. And... I'm wondering what a game like that can do for his confidence. He had 16 points. He had 11 rebounds. They set him up, got him into his spots, but I was most encouraged by what I saw from him defensively. What jumped out to you about Rashawn Holmes? Well, I think he looked like he belonged when he was out there, and that's what, to me, was very important. Like, can they keep him out here, and not only to produce, but just look like, he belongs out here on an NBA court with the starting crew. And he did. And I think one of the other things that really jumped out was that you look at Rashawn Holmes as one of those players, though, that needs minutes, that needs to get things going with those minutes. He's not going to get those minutes when Sabonis is back in. And so now, after hopefully having a game like that, gaining that type of confidence, Where can he find, okay, I need to be efficient in this role, even if my minutes are limited. How can I bring that right from the start, even if I'm not starting, even if I'm not getting those long games? Either way, though, what I love is that he proves so much in a game like this, in a big win like this, that Mike Brown and the coaching staff has no choice but to, like, give him a few more of those touches going forward. I mean... They, they desperately need someone yep. to step up in that role. We've seen a whole bunch of guys. You know, they tried Nimi for a second. You know, Alex Len got a start at one point when Sabonis was out that one game. Chemezi Metu, who Metu had some nice moments too. Yeah. I mean, it was a total team win yesterday. If Rashawn Holmes can be consistent, this would be huge for the Kings. It would be absolutely massive. Now, he's got to prove it, and I get all of that, but I was just so happy for this guy because – it's not easy to just stay engaged when you feel like, hey, I, I signed a deal to be a starter here, and now I'm not even playing. That's hard sometimes. But everyone I've talked to has said, the guy is a pro behind the scenes, mm. supportive teammate. He's engaged. Now he got on the floor, and he did his thing. He, he comes across to me as a guy that needed a game like this for his confidence, for his own belief. It's one thing to get encouragement from your teammates and coaches, that helps. But he needs to go out there and do it. He did that last night. That's a huge credit for him. And it's a huge credit to the players and the coaching staff to keep players who are in and out of the rotation engaged. Terrence Davis, Trey Lyles at times, right? Metu, Holmes. These guys have gotten opportunities again at some points, and they've all found ways to contribute, even if they're in and out of the rotation. It's... It's not easy on any level. It doesn't matter if it's a sport. It doesn't matter where you are in your life and these type of situations come into place. And Rashawn Holmes, you know, you and I talked to him at media day and you're like, hey, you got that chip on that shoulder? You ready to roll? And, you know, he is just so ready for the season, ready for things to go. He never lost that energy. He never lost that spirit from that media day all the way 
to right now. And he really showed up last night for his entire team. Yeah, we had a chance after the game to talk to him on NBC Sports California. It was uh, pretty funny because he was completely gassed after the game. He played 31 minutes after playing combined eight the last three games. You stayed ready, Rashawn. What was your mentality going into this one? I mean, honestly, just like you said, just stay ready, come out and get what I could, you know. <laughs> it's been a struggle, but, you know, to come out here and be able to help my guys get a win, you know, I'm getting emotional now, you know what I'm saying? There's a lot of passion for this game and a lot of work put in and just happy we was able to get the win. Well, Sean, are you a little tired? I mean, you've been over there. I, what was going through your mind going to the free throw line after that clear pass? I mean, I just got to make the free throws. You know, uh, I, mean, I left it all out there, honestly. You know, I uh, just wanted to do what I could to help my team get the win. Play as hard as I could. So happy I was able to make the free throws. Happy I was able to get the win. Yeah, I mean, a double-double for you. You you knew you guys were going to be without Sabonis going into this one. What was the messaging going into this game? We got to do it together. You know, Domas is not a guy you're just going to be able to replace with one person. You know, what he brings to this team, you know, we, we can't replace. So we just wanted to come out there, do it by committee. Everybody stepped up tonight to get this win. And uh, it's a team win, great team win. And you know, I was happy I was able to play a part. Love that. I Just the great attitude. It's it's a reason why Kings fans love this guy when he got the first opportunity in Sacramento. Really happy for him last night. Does that, did that make you emotional at all? Like, Be, am I going to cry? Okay. No, no I'm, I'm not, not going to cry. If you're gonna no, cry. I'm not. I'm not. Because no. one. You, you look like you're tearing up. I know I could. But only because he talked about the emotions and the passion that go into the game. And I think when he was bending over, he wasn't only tired. I know. And someone in the chat just said, Rashawn trying not to cry and Deuce asked him if he's tired. Classic. I just, <laughs> I need you guys to know one thing, just a little behind the scenes. Yes. In that moment, I'm, I'm listening to him. I have a producer in my okay. ear going, Hey, I, he looks tired. Ask him if he's tired. And I was like, I was going to ask him that anyway. So I missed hearing him say the emotional part. When, so, yes. When Deuce went straight into that, I knew exactly what had happened because I've done that before where I've missed a key word. And I'm like, he is talking about emotions, about passion. And then Deuce comes in and is like, you tired, bro? Huh? Yeah, that was pretty good. But no. Damn it. No. Yeah, I, that was the first time I heard because I heard that and I heard the emotional part. I'm like, I wouldn't have asked that if I heard the emotional part. I know. Part. No, it's okay. Oh, my God. Are you like mad at yourself now? A little bit. <laughs> Dude, I've done it before, too. It's hard. It's hard when audio cuts in and yeah, out. Yeah, we have so much just for people who don't know, most of you probably do by now, but we have like an earpiece in and our producer's like, all right, I got to wrap up. Hey, 32. Wow, so nice. then you can't hear the yeah, other yeah. person and or yeah, the yeah, person. Yeah. So if I ever do bad on TV, it's because of that. Okay. Damn. Just kidding. No, but, but truly I just watching that again, I was feeling it in that moment, but watching again, I felt it again. Just like you could tell his energy was like, I did it. I, yeah. I, I, I accomplished what I needed to do out here. What he said about Sabonis, not an easy guy mm -hmm. to replace. And you know, you got to step up. Just incredible job by Rashawn Holmes. At the end of that interview, Deuce, Deuce starts spitting to Rashawn Holmes like, you deserve that deep hog chain. You deserve oh, yeah. that deep hog chain. Mike Brown better be giving that to you. Go get it. And sure enough, he did. He did. That was cool. Yeah, really happy for him. I put a poll question up. Well, oh, oh, oh. Who was your... Dog of the game. Was it De'Aaron Fox who had 31 points? We haven't talked about him. Rashawn Holmes with 16 and 11. Kevin Herter with 18 points and eight dimes and a couple of steals. Or was it HB with 20 points and six rebounds? 
I couldn't even add Keegan Murray on this, right? We only had four options we could fit in. Keegan also had 10 points and 10 rebounds. Is this a pretty easy one? Yeah. Sean's your dog. Yeah, 100%. Again, it's about staying ready and how difficult that is. Now, obviously, Darren Fox is playing so consistently at such a high level, being that clutch guy for them, and we will talk about him. But you just got to give this one to Rashawn Holmes, who was there for them as a big in this game when they needed it most, especially when Thomas Bryant had a game of a lifetime the last time these two met. I, I just Before we move on, yeah. someone in the chat, Mace, appreciate you, Mace. Most face every time Deuce barks. Laugh my ass off. What face were you making? Because I can I don't see you. I was just engaged, you know, doing a cool thing. Were you making a bad no, face? No, I was like, good job. You were making a bad no, face. No, no, it was wow, that's so good. What you you what? Do not sell my bark at all. No, okay. It's you're doing it longer just to irritate me, I feel like. <laughs> I feel you, like get, you get some more this, barks it, when you play like Rashawn Holmes. Is this a bit you're going to bring to KHK? Is this a bit you're going to bring to KHK? Your dog barking? Please. Come on now. Uh, next up, let's let's talk some De'Aaron Fox for a second. Uh-huh. De'Aaron Fox had 20 points in the first half, and he's been Mr. Fourth Quarter. We've seen what he's been able to do in the fourth quarter in games. Headed into last night. I think it was 10-plus points in 10 of his last 13 games in the fourth quarter. Mm. He had that 17-point fourth quarter against the Lakers in that in that loss in Sacramento. He came out of the gate strong. And, man, it was good to see because you you knew without Sabonis, like, he's got to get them into stuff. And I know they gave up a ton of points in that first quarter, 39, but he kept them in it because he was aggressive. He was getting his midi. He hit a couple of... I th- did he hit one three? I don't know. He had a couple of shots that bounced. Two. He, he probably had three. I don't know when that second one was, though. Oh, I see what you're saying. Anyway, De'Aaron Fox had 20 points at the half. He finishes with 31 points and six assists. He did it on 13 of 23 shooting. Uh, he was gassed at the end of the one, the, this game. He ends up playing 39 minutes, but Oof. he played the final 11.09 of the fourth quarter. Big time minutes for him. Missed some free throws down the stretch. He's 80% headed into the game. I didn't like that. Uh, what do you think about De'Aaron Fox, though, overall? You didn't like that. No, but no. he was awesome. Yeah, and it's hard to do, obviously, when you are gassed, right? And it's just something that you try and grow and work through. Like, how how you shoot a free throw when you're fatigued and tired is just something that you got to build on. And I think for De'Aaron Fox, um, having another 30-point game, his 11th 30-point game of the season, just mm. what a leap in this entire season for Fox, uh, the way he's been able to carry teams, not only consistently, but now from a leader perspective. We were worried without Domas Abonis. All right, the identity of this team in the game, like they don't have that verbal leader. You're seeing De'Aaron Fox become more and more of that over this entire season. His maturity has taken a leap. Um, I have so much fun watching him. I have so much confidence in when he has the ball and when he's trying to hit that, you know, work his mid-range game, I think it's it's just such a valuable shot. And for that time period of when the sexy deep three was being like the 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 identity of teams in the NBA going forward, it's like, no, no, no. 
you can still play basketball at a pure level if you are really good yeah. at it, right? And that mid-range game for De'Aaron Fox has become elite. They settled down, too, because they had some early turnovers in that first quarter, and it just looked like, oh, no, they're turning over the ball. The Lakers are getting some fast break opportunities. They're getting points in the paint at will. This could end up being a 20-plus point blowout. You lose Sabonis, and you're like, oh, man. But the way they responded was significant, and I thought Fox just did a great job. I think for some people... Seeing Fox do this without Sabonis is a great sign, too, because we know what those two do for each other. You take one piece out, that changes the dynamics in a big-time way, and Fox stepped up in a big-time way. I thought he was very vocal, too. When you watch Sabonis in a game, this guy's always talking to people. He's always talking to his teammates on both offense and defense, directing. De'Aaron Fox took on that responsibility last night. And I, I thought I thought he was great. I think it was also a good opportunity for him to do that in L.A., and uh, in front of that LA media and, and it's always, you know, Lakers is always kind of a thing that people keep an eye on and for Fox to have a big performance can only help his all-star candidacy. Yeah. People are turning on LeBron and Russ, even if they don't enjoy watching the Lakers, right? Like you just want to witness the, the, the end of LeBron's career. They're the Lakers, all of those things. So being able to play, um, at that level when, a lot more people are watching is a great thing for De'Aaron Fox and also for his all-star push, which yeah. we had already mentioned where he is with just fan voting. Big time stuff from De'Aaron. Yeah. 31 points, six assists, three rebounds in the win. Next guy I want to give love to. Who, who do you think? I think you're going to go Keegan? Keegan Murray. Where are you really? I was. Okay. I was. I was trying to throw you off. Yeah. You uh, Keegan Murray. 10 points. 10 rebounds, uh, three of six, two of four from three, two of two from the free throw line. Got to be honest. Let's get this guy some more shots, please. I want him taking more than six, but okay. The last time the Kings played the Lakers in Sacramento, when that King, the Kings lost that close game where they didn't play well, Lakers end up winning. Keegan Murray had zero rebounds. Mm, that's bad. Mike Brown, after the game, called out Keegan Murray for having zero rebounds rebounds you talked about why it was bad since that time keegan has responded in that category the next game he had three okay whatever six three five and ten still not great you want those numbers to continue to rise but you can't be having zeros and having 10 last night especially without sabonis who by the way the number one rebounder in the nba you have two players who give you 10 plus rebounds in murray and holmes and they out rebounded the lakers 47-36. Second chance points were significant, too. The Kings had 20 second chance points in the game. What I love about this, this is not only a response from this King squad to going, okay, point of emphasis going to this game, but it was a response from Keegan Murray. And he knew what Mike Brown said after the last game, and I'm sure it was talked about over time, not only for the games in between, but it's like you're going to have zero rebounds against the Lakers. Oh, and now Sabonis is out tonight. What changes are you going to make to your t to your game to make sure that you're crashing the boards, that you are getting those rebounds? Just a much better job by Keegan Murray. Boost in the chest as Keegan gets better every day. Uh, Trevor says Keegan's boards looked so good last night. Hamburger Dad says there was a board where Keegs ripped it from Gabriel. Yeah, remember, and then he had that big dunk too on the second chance. Mm. I love what I saw from Keegan Murray last night, and so it, it was just one of those. It's in a weird way. I know the Lakers are not a good team, right? But you just lost to them, what, like a week and a half ago. 
And they still have LeBron. And they still have shown signs, like, even without AD, what they're capable of doing. I guess my point is that this was one of my favorite wins of the season. And I'm not saying it was the best, but it's one of my favorites because you are on the road. Mm Mm-hmm. You're shorthanded without your offensive hub, the guy that means so much, the all NBA talent in Sabonis. And then you give up 39 the first. It looked like it was going to head down a bad path. And they responded in a big way. Everyone stepped up. I mean, Harrison Barnes was another 20 point game. Oh I know God. he wasn't efficient shooting last night, but he also had the task of trying to deal with LeBron James at times, like yep. dealing with that physicality. Oh, and he still got to the free throw line, right? He still went, what, seven times, six of seven from the free throw line? HB has been crucial for this team's success. Yeah, and his six rebounds, again, just big rebounding games. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. From Harrison Barnes and sometimes even when that number is right there around the five six mark it's still his ability to show his strength at crashing the boards when they need that extra body to get in there and get those and Harrison Barnes has been that guy but then when he can also produce on the offensive end with those 20 points I just I enjoy what he's added now on a consistent level we went over his January numbers last night on the NBC Sports post game show and he's just doing some really big things consistent things for the Kings. yeah and last night was one of his first poor shooting nights in january he's over 50 i think 52 percent from the field 50 percent from three 89 percent from the free throw line in the month of january he's put up some monster numbers this is good considering he's doing that. Sabonis just won Western Conference Player of the yep. Week. Fox continues to thrive. Things are looking really good for the Kings right now. 25 and 18. Next guy we should talk about from last night. I think Kevin Herter deserves a lot of love. Thank you. Kevin Herter, I think so many times you look at someone like Kevin Herter, it's like, oh, he's just a shooter, right? Hey, this guy can get it going in the mid-range. He could set up his teammates. But again, I brought this up with Rashawn. What? The most exciting aspect from him last night was... Defense. 
I mean, he was playing physical. He was. He was stopping active. guys from penetrating, and that was a big-time sign. He took on that challenge. Kevin Herter had 18 points. He had eight dimes, a couple of steals. I thought he had a really good night, too. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think, obviously, when people think of Kevin Herter, you think about a shooter, what yeah, he can yeah. do from the outside. Sure, but it's not only from deep. It's also in that mid-range game for Kevin Herter as well. Um, but when you see him on the defensive end, step up, especially in a game where they're going to need it more around the perimeter to have that resistance to keep guys out of the paint. Just a great job because he's a high IQ player. So he understands where he needs to be. There's a few times last night where just rotations were so fantastic where late in that game, there was multiple shot clock violations. Um, Davion Mitchell, I know you saw come in, had, I think, a block on Kendrick Nunn, I think it was from the outside. Dude, that was... Nasty. Yeah, and it was just like, and then they, what they did a good job of too, Deuce, they closed out plays, out possessions with whether it was grabbing the ball before it went out of bounds or corralling the rebound. Like, whatever it was, the Kings were just executing. They were being sharp with so many of those small possessions. You mentioned the blocks. Uh, the Kings had five on the night. Herter had one. Monk had one. Metu had two in 17 minutes. And then Davion had that one on Kendrick Nunn. Morgan, also, the Lakers, what, what are they doing? <laughs> what are they doing? <laughs> like Westbrook, some terrible plays down the stretch. LeBron settling for three. Here's what I understand. LeBron had that drive on Keegan. They and had one. It, had the and one. Yep. And that was big, right? Tied the game. Huge. What? LeBron, go for it. Like, that's the Do advantage that every time. you have. Do that every time. Like, you had the physical advantage. You're going up against a rookie. Instead, he settles for threes. Kings were switching, too. He shoots 28, 29% from three. He elects to launch nine threes last night? Yeah. It's, but that's part of his game right now. But it doesn't have to be, I, right? You, well, we say that. We say that, but we're also not 38 in the NBA. And that's where I go. My only, my only knock on that for LeBron... I would have, I mean, this is a guy who's still scoring, you know, close to 50 points in so many different games. It's just that we still expect excellence from him. And I would have expected him to expand on his uh, ability to shoot from the outside, maybe in the offseason, because he doesn't have that same strength and explosiveness to get to the basket. But when he does push through and when he does do it, he needs to save it for those big moments when his team needs it most. Because yeah. we, we watched that game the the other night uh, against the Sixers. Remember when Russ ended up taking that last-minute shot and they thought it was a hold on Joel Embiid and he threw it up in the air? Remember that? Yes. And we were like, why aren't you why aren't you passing to your guy LeBron James? But what if LeBron settled for an outside shot? It just seems like that's really become part of his game right now. Your homie uh, Trayvon says clearly you guys don't understand how hard it is to drive the basketball every possession late in the game. No, no, I, we, no we absolutely get it. I do, but I did see how easily he did it on Keegan to get the N one. And by the way, I'm not taking away from LeBron's talent. What he's done this year, 38 years old, he's putting up ridiculous numbers. It's not like, oh, he's good for a 38-year-old. No, no, he's one of the best in the amazing. game, still at 38 years old. And also, he's asked to do a lot right now. The yeah. You look at this Lakers lineup around him, it's just not good enough. Flat out not good enough. And especially without Anthony Davis in the fold, he has to do a lot. I just don't think the Lakers play a lot of team basketball. 
Um, and that's that's obviously a problem. They're sitting at twenty and twenty five on the season. Yeah, it's um, it's just not it's not a fun product to watch, right? I think that's something that I've every time I've seen them play, I'm not excited to watch them play um, when I roam around the NBA. Same thing with the Mavs. Like sometimes I'll get excited because I want to watch some Luca basketball, and then it's like that's not pretty basketball. It's it's fun and exciting when that sexy pass comes up or that big shot. But besides that, it's like, I'm not seeing team basketball flow. And that's what's made the Kings so exciting this year. Another exciting aspect from last night. I could not believe, we, we've heard light the beam chants on the road this year. And it's like, oh, you can you hear that in the background. I can hear that. Yeah, yeah. We saw that in San Antonio because uh -huh. Crown Downtown traveled there and you heard it. Last night was loud yeah i saw malika andrews even took video of it and shared it on uh twitter of the light the beam chance i'm gonna pull that up actually let me see if i can find that i just thought that was just amazing to see to hear how loud those chants at crypto.com got last night from uh king's fans. dude that was loud are I you kidding me? I saw that video and I just didn't, I was like, oh, cool. I didn't actually listen to it. And I'm like, oh, hearing that? Oh my God. Yeah. Here's what Mike Brown had to say about Kings fans after the game. Mike, it's, it's been a minute since I've heard a Sacramento Kings chant in Crypto.com <laughs> Arena like they did at the end of the game. Does that tell you at all about where this franchise is and the imprint that it's making on kind of the rest of the league? I, yeah, I, you know, we've, we've heard it a few times in, in arenas and, and every time I hear it, I get a little nervous because they start chanting it, you know, with, with a lot of time on the clock. And I'm, I, I want to go like this, but I'm like, I can't break their spirit. But no, it, it is. It's, it's, it's fun to see the Sacramento Kings jerseys on the road because we got the best fans in the league. They, they're so passionate. And, you know, they patient and, you know, the, the whole nine yards, they're, they're into it in Sacramento we know it we feel it we don't we only we don't don't just feel it in the arena we feel it when we're around town too and so to be able to have groups of people in your opponent's arena showing the love that they show uh you know you, you feel good for yourself but you feel good for them too because everybody in life wants to walk around with their chest puffy a little bit every once in a while you know not to brag or whatever but to do this every once in a while hey, it feels good to do so uh we love them and we hope they keep traveling with us yeah that was really cool that was special last night you it know was. those are those are moments you look back on and go yeah yeah I, you and I, again, we were talking about it during the post game show and just really having that perspective of appreciating every single moment. It doesn't matter if it's a light the beam chant at crypto.com arena or seeing where the Sacramento Kings are in the Western Conference standings. Good timing, dude. Okay, I did not anticipate that we would be in January. By the way, January 19th. Whew. The Kings are sitting at 25 and 18, the number three seed in the Western Conference. You got the Nuggets, the Grizzlies, the Kings, then the Pelicans, Mavs, Jazz in the top six with the Warriors, Clippers, OKC, and Minnesota rounding out the top 10. Morgan, this team started 0 and 4. Mm -hmm. They are 25 and 15 cents, 25 and 14 cents if I could do math correctly. Good. Also, math. Look at that, Morgan. They're 11-9 on the road. That is the best 
record road record wow in the western conference it really wow it is and i mean yeah it just it shows this team they've taken a big leap mm -hmm. in their maturity their mentality the way that they play the game from even the beginning of the season to right now and i say that in the sense of you don't see them change all the time when it's like oh it's a road game and you're feeling them slump or not put all this effort in the way that they're coached they are all held accountable they all have too much respect for one another to let each other down in that category of effort and that's why you're not seeing it on the road in some of these games that they're tired. You're, you'll Dang. see some shitty shooting when their legs are fatigued and, you know, and they're on the road or whatever's going on or it's a back-to-back. -back. But, like, you're not questioning their effort. Morgan, if you can be around 500 on the road, you're setting yourself up for a lot of success. Uh, the Kings' home record is 14-9. and nine. You obviously need to get that a little higher. Um, but... Overall, you just have to be pleased with where the Kings are at. You know, the number three spot in the Western Conference, it's hard to believe. I mean, I think it's really surpassed everyone's yeah. expectations. There's still a long way to go, but I think more and more people watching this team are starting to believe, like, eh, it could be a top six team in the West. And, yeah. and avoid the playing. I, I want to avoid the playing now. That's where I'm at. I want to avoid it. If we avoid the playing and make the playoffs, I think I might pass out from happiness i don't know what will happen to my body will i will i die like what's gonna happen i, I can't even imagine like well my, the one thing if they make the playoffs can't that take it you said at media day on nbc sports california you drew yes. a picture of like slamson they and you you said you would get that tattooed well i said if they made the playoffs i said because they're like oh do you think the kings are gonna make the playoffs i'm like no they'll be in the playing conversation but they're not gonna make the playoffs and they're like are you willing to bet on it i'm like sure i will get this tattooed on my body if they make the playoffs and then they play it now all the time on nbc and i laugh about it one i have some tattoos two I'm not mad about it. I have it. some tattoos. Okay. You're so cool. That says it doesn't mean anyone's cool. It oh. just means that I would be willing to get another small tattoo. Like who gives a damn? But two, all that tattoo would do is represent a great, wonderful time in my life. So why would I care? Right? But okay. at the same time, someone else told me on Twitter, they're like, you know, you never said that you had to get a permanent tattoo. That, and I that's was like, coward's way out. and that's what I felt like. So, I mean, I, but yeah, anyway, I, I could do Where it. do you think you would get it? I would just get it on my wrist. You would? Yeah. I would just get it. I would get it as small as this little heart. Doesn't that hurt? Sure. Like right there? Does oh that... my God. What? You're such a wimp. Yes. Yes. I would just, get, I mean like, or I could say, Hey, I'm getting it on my ass and then never tell anyone or show anyone. Cause why would, no, you don't get to see that. <laughs> uh, so no, if anything, it would be like on my wrist or something. Well, next up for the Sacramento Kings, they return home for a few games, for four games, actually. Uh, it starts off Friday night. It's Friday night. It's Friday night. Is that a song? And the Kings. Oh, it's uh, next Friday night oh, or okay, like, whatever. oh wait, last Friday night. Anyway, uh, I'm never doing that again. Uh, but Kings are back at home Friday an interesting back-to-back -back on the home floor, Morgan. Oklahoma City comes to town. 
Don't be sleeping on the Thunder. No. SGA is an all-star. He has been balling this year. This team plays hard. How about Josh Giddy putting up some big numbers? Dropping they dimes. have won four in a row, and I believe six of seven. They come to Sacramento on Friday. Then the next night, King Sixers. Last time the Kings played the Sixers, it was not pretty in Philly. That was it one was of their ugly. ugliest games. Sabonis yeah. got in the foul trouble early. It was just a complete mess. Then Monday, mm-hmm. a big day, our first show on Sacktown Sports hey. at 11 a.m. Pacific time as we get you ready for Kings Grizzlies. That's going to be a good one. And then the homestand wraps up with the Raptors coming to town. So honestly, four pretty tough games for the Kings. Yeah, no, some tough games. And I mean, you know, since it's uh, starting, if people wanted some like old school radio, would we have to come in Monday and be like, are the Kings better without Sabonis? I'm kidding. Obviously, I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? How people are. I think someone made a joke about that in the YouTube chat because no, definitely not true. But I think what you're going to see against the Sixers is some difficulties, some fouls. Again, right? You're going to see Mike Brown have to use a lot of guys on his bench. And here's here's what I want to stay away from, but I know we're going to do it. And it's obviously not going to be that angle. But it's going to be the angle of, okay, Kings need to change their second unit or their backup big, and how do they, how do they make that better? And my only thing is, I look around the league, and I go, Joel Embiid is a mismatch for almost any team. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I I also, I got to be honest, because you're like so into jinxes. I don't totally love how you're just jumping ahead to Saturday's game when you got OKC. Oh, no, no. I'm worried about OKC. Okay. Like, if you want me to be honest, yeah. Look at their wins lately, okay? It's not only their wins, it's SGA and his ability to get to the rack and to play the way that he plays and still having some strong pieces around him. Lou Dort. Um, is Lou Dort, Lou Dort's healthy right now, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. Lou Dort, in, I mean, just his defensive ability. Right, Giddy's been good. And you look at their wins over this stretch of six of seven. They beat Washington and Dallas. Then they had a close game. We watched that game at Miami where they had a chance to beat the shorthanded uh, Miami Heat. Miami won that game. They beat Philly. They beat Chicago, Brooklyn, and then Indiana last night. Also, Kings have not played OKC this season. Oh. So, you know, they haven't seen them. Um, just a different matchup for them. I still think it's a game that, like, on your home floor, just go win that game. 100%. And that, But that's why, too, when you look at that back-to-back in uh, Philly the night after, I that's where I'm just, like, I'm fearful for both, which I shouldn't be fearful, but I really just look at OKC as like, oh, is that going to be that trap game? You know what everyone expects when you hear about this team, but really they're better than you think. And then Philly, second night of back-to-back, you're talking more fatigue legs, which could lead to bad shooting, which could lead to more fouling. I'm just like, find the energy, guys. Find the energy. Something else that we have not talked about yet, J.J. Redick. We're both fans of J.J. Redick, by oh, the way. Oh, yeah. And I know Kings fans, it's like you say that, and it's like, oh, what are you saying? Okay, we can acknowledge that J.J. Redick and a lot of people's reaction to the Sabonis-Halliburton trade, it was just outrageous. And he, his take, I thought, was over the top. When Absolutely. The Kings trade. Sure. On his latest podcast, he gave the Kings a lot of love. They talked about him for like 11 minutes. He even talked about Sabonis. He mentioned that he thinks Sabonis should be an all-star starter. He mentioned the win shares. He talked about the Kings lineup. He mentioned that the starting lineup has the fourth best defensive rating in the NBA. And then you take 
Mitchell, you put take Fox out, put Mitchell in. They're number three with that particular lineup. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel about hearing uh, J.J. Reddick give Sabonis some love? And do you think that maybe he should have at least said, yeah, I, I was a little strong on my initial reaction with that trade? I mean, sure, he could say that. I but, think he should have. But but he's saying that without saying that. Uh, I'll be honest. You and I, You and I would definitely say something if we said something. So if we had a very strong opinion about something and were very wrong we would point it out because it's actually kind of funny, right? And, but for all the people that are talking about JJ Redick and like, oh no, he's backtracking. It's like, no, no, no. When you make a mistake or say something and then things change and it actually becomes something else, talk about it. You know, make sure that you are given the love that it deserves. I think like someone really quick who didn't do that was be like Wally Zerbiak when it came to Tyrese Halliburton. Yeah. And he's like, Tyrese Halliburton isn't a, isn't an all-star. And then he tried to go back on it a little bit being like, you know, he's playing at an all-star level, but definitely still not an all-star. I'll say this. And this is boost. I think brought up this point, at least JJ Reddick didn't double down. And that's right. That's probably my biggest kind of what you just brought up. It gets irritating when people in this business, like they're flat out wrong. And then they won't ever admit that they're wrong. And then they'll stick by their opinion. Oh, still was a bad trade or whatever. JJ, I think, does such a great job on his podcast. I enjoy his conversations. He He's very thoughtful about the game. And I really love what he brings to the table in the in basketball conversation. It's different. Um, I do think he could have been like, yeah, man, I was really against it. He, it. It didn't seem like he really even highlighted that part of it. But he did give Sabonis a lot of love. And it's just interesting hearing like Zach Lowe and Bill Simmons, a lot of people are giving Sabonis love. And it's good because it's one thing for Sacramento to say, it's one thing for us to come on after game. You see what Sabonis just did. It's ridiculous. It's another thing when people outside of Sacramento are noticing it and realizing, oh, this guy is playing like a top 15 NBA player this year. Yeah. And he, honestly, look, Sabonis is not going to win the MVP. I'm putting that out there. For me right now. For me right now, it's it's Tatum Jokic. It's really close. And Jokic going for three in a row and then Tatum, what he's been doing at Boston. But Sabonis should definitely be in like the top five of voting this year with what he's done. In the, yeah, yes. Okay, can it be? He's been that important for the Kings. And I'm not, I agree. He has no chance of winning the award. I'm no. just saying that's how valuable he has been to the Sacramento Kings. And that's Kings. fair. That's fair. The conversation around it is absolutely fair. And what's so sad is that he will not get that that love, that type of love, until this team does something, right? And doing something is making the playoffs. Um, but yeah, I, I think what he adds on the floor for the Sacramento Kings and how he's elevated an entire team with his style of play absolutely deserves to even be talked about. Yes. Fred in the chat says, JJ Reddick gets no redemption. Stop being soft with media. Stay hard on him. Be different, Deuce. Everybody ain't your friend. Oh, no. I like JJ. Um, No, I'm sorry. I like JJ. Do you want me to like fake it and act like I don't like the guy? I like JJ Reddick. I said his take was outrageous (laughs) at the time. Just like Jalen Jacoby, who had the worst take about the Halliburton trade. The worst take. And then Jalen was on with 
Fox yeah, and see, Sabonis that was the other irritating. day. That, right. No, no, no. That was irritating. Thank you. So Fox and Sabonis were on NBA Today, which was cool to see them in L.A. They both got the chance to be on the show. And they gave the Kings a lot of love. They gave the Beam some love. They ran through a play, which was great content. I love seeing that. But, man. I'm sorry, Jalen Rose, you did a whole thing about the trade, how bad it was that Halliburton was getting DNPs in Sacramento. Which wasn't Your true. co-host Jacoby was talking about how the league should investigate this trade. And then you you see them in person a, less than a year later and you're going, hey, we're all lefties. Ho, 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 you guys ho, are ho. so good. No. Bring no. up the clip. Yeah, Let's bring up go. the clip. Call them out. Producers on ESPN, bring up the clip, play it back, and be like, hey, Fox Bose, what do you think? At least. You can't ignore it. You can't brush it aside because people in Sacramento don't forget about it. And if you're going to be that dramatic yes, with your yes. take, then like be that dramatic with the way that you cream somebody, right? And that's why even with J.J. Redick, you talking about how he should have brought it up that what he said was a little bit ridiculous. But it's also his biases because he's built a relationship with Tyrese Halliburton. And that's hard to do too, right? Is sometimes everyone, everyone loves that. Halliburton. Everybody, separate it. everybody. And that's what, I mean, I feel like we definitely try to separate. I think when the trade was first made, it was sad losing somebody like Tyrese Halliburton. But at the same time, I wasn't willing to just be like, this is not good for anyone right now. Uh, here's a little flashback to oh. that. I looked up this clip. So this was our reaction to Jalen and Jacoby. This is from February 10th of last year. Do you know you're free agent after this year? Did you guys see head scratching is, you know, okay, I don't know why this clip is messed up. I, I don't know. My bad. Okay. I have a different route to go. See, this is what happens when you try to pull stuff up live. Sorry, Mo. I swear. Whenever Deuce tries to show me okay, something on, no, 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 no. It's not it. your fault. I don't want to, I don't want to. I just think you're bad luck. Okay. Whenever Deuce okay. tries to show me something, it always ends up being like, it's loading. It can't mm, show you right now. Mm. Are you a, are you offended? Yeah, I am because you, it feels like you're taking a bit of a shot at me. And there it's is fun. no attack. It's fine. Okay. Can we get back to what we were talking about? I here? look the same. No, you don't. Uh, here's a, this is our reaction to Jalen Jacoby. I'm just going to play the audio here. <laughs> and uh, here's them talking about the trade and literally wrong about everything. I promise you. When I saw it, I read it over and over and over. This is malpractice. This is NBA basketball malpractice. I do not understand why the Kings okay. would trade Halliburton and Buddy Heald. Don't forget that and Buddy Heald for Sabonis and Lamb and Justin Holland. I really okay. like Sabonis. Okay, so far, not terrible. Okay, no. a little off on the Heald thing, but okay, not bad, not bad. I do too. But the reason why this makes it more head scratching is you know you're free agent after this year. And um you know that, right? Uh, you no, no Jalen, uh Sabonis is not a free agent. He's actually got two years left. You know, Halliburton is uh second year. And yeah. you know how much I are you trying to win now? By the way, there I'm the president yes. of the Halliburton. Oh, oh wow, he must know a lot about Halliburton. I'm I'm curious to see how he breaks down his game. And oh, club. Yeah. I'm talking about a dude that's getting DMPs and President of the Tyrese Halliburton fan club. I'm talking about a dude that's getting DMPs in Sacramento. When has he ever had a DNP? He's never had one. What is happening? Now he started to play, showed his promise. They gave him some minutes and they move him on a rookie deal. Scored 38 like four games ago. And Buddy Hield is a flamethrower. I don't understand. You want to win a water cooler conversation about made threes in the NBA? Top three, top five, Buddy Hield is always. Let me ask you a question. I'm being dead serious about this. Should the league have stepped in? I'm being dead serious. 
No. What the? Because they'll maintain Sabonis bird rights. They probably figure that they could sign and trade him if he doesn't want to stay there, uh, which now they'll have his cat relief, but they don't have the player. It's just a head-scratching move. I agree with you. But I'm happy for Halliburton because he's going to be an Indian and they're going to be balling. Okay. Okay. I mean, Morgan, Reagan. <laughs> I mean, what are we doing? We're going to get back to talking about trades. Yeah. But wait, this is... This is on ESPN. This was just two random guys who Awful. don't watch the NBA just talking outside like a... Whoa. Millions of dollars are being put into these people, right? And I like Jalen and Jacoby. I like them. I am so disappointed after seeing this clip. People can get things wrong. I'm so okay with people getting things wrong. That is just not knowing your shit. Well, That's not doing your homework. That's not putting in the should work. Should the league... Should the league step in? Yeah, Awful. should the league step in and stop the Kings from trading Halliburton for a two-time All-Star? Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> that was so... And so then, when Jalen Rose is with Fox and with Sabonis in LA, listen, a year later, oh, we're all left-handed. We're all lefties. Uh-huh. You can't... You can't ignore that. It's Malpractice just- should the league... Should the league investigate? Looking back on it too, it's like, it's just so irresponsible. (laughs) Like people are coming to you, you're on a national level and you, you can control the narrative, right? And that is why these narratives get pushed out like that when people just act like, if you don't know, you don't have to act like you know, you know? Thank you. That was pretty funny. Yeah. But- Taking a step back, it was good that they uh, got on NBA t- today. Again, it's all, it all helps the all-star narrative stuff, right? Like, that's what I'm talking about, the Kings not being on national TV p- because people were like, oh, the Kings, uh, they're not getting any votes. Why is that? Well, you need some more exposure, okay? Mm-hmm. Not, not everyone's turning on Sacramento Kings games on the East Coast when they tip off at 10, 10 p.m. Pacific time. Just not on anyone's radar, especially with how bad that they have been over the last 16 years. So... Look, they're playing fun style. People around the league are getting into the beam. You got light the beam chance in San Antonio, in LA, all over the NBA world. And then it's fun. Like people are seeing on social media. I'm enjoying this. Um, Someone, I love this. Hey, B-Ball Jones says segment title. If you don't know, you don't have to act like you know. Love it. We're yeah. going to use that. Yes. <laughs> so stupid. Oh my God. And, uh... Also saying, I'd I be watching games until midnight. Yes, because you love hoops and we love hoops. You yeah. Gotta ball is life. For and sure. if that's your job to talk about yeah. every single team all the time, watch hoops till midnight. We need to also note that we are going to still be live after Kings games, after every, every single, single Kings game. game. So, yes, we're launching a, a new daily show on Sacktown Sports. It's going to be Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. Pacific time. But we're still doing the podcast. We're still going to be doing night chat. So, yeah, come this Friday night. Yeah. We're going to be live after Kings Thunder. Yep. Saturday night. We're going to be live after Kings and Sixers. Monday, when we got the show 11 to 2. Yeah, we're doing the show. And then we're going to be live that night for night chat after Kings Grizzlies. Everything's going to be year-round all the time. So, you know, there's no reason why not to tune in everywhere now johnny saying are they making you guys go into the studio yeah we're going to be doing the show from the studio and it, that's change what's good. it up you know what's great we'll have a different look this is going to be our deuce and mo night chat look and then we'll have the other look and we'll, we're going to try to make that look a little different too there yeah yeah just um 
It's uh, fun times ahead, you guys, yeah. with just so much more conversation. And yes. like I said, just like this, except I realized zero cussing for me on the yeah, other so one. So you you'll gotta... get a clean version of Morgan. And for those who are asking, yes, that 11 to 2 show, it's not just a radio show. Yes, the show is going to air on the radio in Sacramento on 1140 AM and on the HD 96.1-2. But it's going to be live on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Sacktown sports 1140 mm-hmm. so go subscribe there get those subscriptions up over there if you subscribe to us we're going to be doing that and you know when they go to when we go to commercial break on the radio where this show continues we're going to be talking to you guys throughout it's going to be like this yeah it's going to be like this but then also you guys i know for a lot of people like you go and you listen on your phone on an app or maybe you don't have uh am radio in your car too that's why there is the Sacktown Sports app. Actually, if it's you free. if you have your phone right now, just go to your app store, download it, because that's where you can listen to us every single day when you're at work, when you're anywhere. And even if you don't catch us live, it will be in podcast form for you to listen to as well. Mrs. Max says, my guys, uh, when will you sleep? It's a great question. Yeah. It's a great question. Uh, we'll you know what, though? It's out. when you're doing something you love. It's it's all good. Um, yeah. Johnny says, "Did that station apologize to you guys?" Oh, well, I mean, the person who technically fired us the first time on April first, twenty sixteen, doesn't work there, and I think got fired like a year later, and he does not work in the business anymore. There you go. So says everything. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah this has been a long. Th- th- we we had plenty of deep conversations over this like six month process to get to this point, and that's why we're excited. We didn't. We're not doing this. We're not being forced to do this. Like communication we, we, is yeah, key. It is key. We we communicated, and it, it was great conversations. I'm glad it worked out. Awesome. It was really great. In a lot of ways, too. Deuce and I talked about this over time of how it feels very full circle. Of you know, you 16 years old starting at that as just a radio station, right? Yeah. No YouTube, nothing else going on at that time. And then over the years I came along and then what we did after we were there with podcasting and everything. And it's just so cool that we get to like come back in while everything's evolving and keep evolving it. Morgan, the fact that I, you know, I've wanted to be in sports media for my entire life since yeah. I was a little kid. Yeah. Like I would tell people, I want to work. I want to work in Sacramento, and I want to do this. The fact that I'm able to do that, and the fact that I've only had to leave this market once in my life, and that was going to San Francisco and working a year uh, at ninety-five-seven The Game as a producer. I haven't had to go bounce around to eight hundred different markets. How lucky do you feel? I, I feel so fortunate. I mean, same with you. It's not like you had a like you've worked in Sacramento. Yeah. How it's, lucky do I feel? I, I want to be here forever. I'm so happy that we've been able to stay in Sacramento all these years. And it's honestly because, like, one, I want to, but also because you guys support us, which is great. That's mainly the reason why, because there's so many people that we meet throughout the business, you know, at G League Showcase and some other places. And they're like, you haven't had to leave your market. Trust us. We understand how fortunate we are to be able to do this. Like, so lucky. We appreciate Every single moment of it, and my God, we are living our dreams being able to work in our hometown market, and we just hope to continue this. So thank you for the continued support. 
Uh, let's give some love to the people who have given us some super chats today, including oh. Bruce donating five bucks. So happy for you both. My wife, daughter, and I just welcomed my son Monday. It was great to watch the game at home with him. Light the beam. Congrats. Congrats, Bruce. Shout out to Mark, who became a member for eight straight months. Thanks, Thanks so much to Smart TCG and Jose, who subscribed, and CJ, who donates 20 bucks. Dude, CJ, come on. Congrats, Deuce and Mo. A win for y'all is a win for the people. Beyond happy for you both. Dude, thank you Too so, kind. so much. Thanks everyone for hanging out with us today. The biggest thing you can do is hit the thumbs up here and subscribe. I'd also challenge you to go over to uh, Sacktown Sports' YouTube page. I'm going to drop a link right now, actually. Oh, yeah. And uh, subscribe so you know we're going to have content there. Like I said, our show is going to be live there. Our new show over there is going to be live Monday through Friday from 11 to 2 p.m. Pacific time. So, so go subscribe to that YouTube channel so you know uh, how to interact with us there. Give me a hell yeah. Sorry. Give me a hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> uh, we have a lot going on. We appreciate you guys being here. We love you guys so, so, so much. But we got to go. We'll see you Friday after the Kings beat OKC. Oh, you calling it? Oh, why not? All right. We love you, but we got to go. You're all badass for being here. See ya. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. They tell you what they know. Deuce and mo, deuce and mo, deuce and mo. The podcast that you know. Deuce and mo. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.